We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. You can't handle the truth. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted the Film Show on a Thursday night between six and seven. Uh, you are joined tonight by uh, Lewis, and I have not got any Cecilia or Rachel in tonight because unfortunately they are both been uh, struck down, or they have both been struck down. I should get my grammar correct. Uh, struck down by the spicy flu, or as we call it, uh, COVID nineteen. So uh, they are both uh, on the on the mend. Uh, they will be back in the studio hopefully next week and uh, talking about uh, all the uh, the good stuff uh, they hopefully uh, got a chance to uh, to watch on the on the streaming services while they were diligently isolating in their homes um so yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate we we missed last week, and uh, apologies for that. But uh, I was at a, a party, my my father's eightieth uh, birthday party, uh, the week prior, and uh, one of the uh, people that were there, uh, they came down with COVID on the Monday. So I thought it was prudent last week to uh, you know keep myself away from people, uh, you know, make sure I wasn't breathing on anyone. Just I I you know test tested myself. I did the whole you know stick the thing up your nose and and wiggle it around, um, you know stick in a little container i think we've all become like little chemists now it's very exciting you know it's uh yeah it's always one of those, those things where it's uh you know i felt i felt like i was a kid again at christmas time and i was given a chemistry set with all the different colored things um but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting doing rat tests. Um, as as a male, I, I've never had to do like a a pregnancy test, and I think the rat test is probably as you know close as a, a male is ever going to get uh, to that uh, you know excitement uh, of a pregnancy test. Although in the case of uh, COVID, you really don't want to get a positive result. So um, yeah, which is so it's uh, it's quite interesting. But it's been a oh huge week this week. New government, how exciting is that? It's uh, it's just really, really full on. Um, yeah, we, we know we know we've got a a new prime minister and Albo. Congratulations, Albo, you did very well. I I love the fact that you're know, in Australia. We all went to the, the, the polls. Uh, we, we all voted on, on Saturday. Uh, and then come Monday, we had a new prime minister that was, was you know, uh, sworn in. How good is that? I mean, you look at other countries like America where, you know, they, they you know, campaign for, for years on end um, and then they, they finally win and then it's months before they have a massive inauguration. Uh, here in Australia, it's just like, fair cop, mate. You're the, you're the prime minister. Off you go, do your job, off to Japan with you. And I, I just love that about us. It's so, so good and so Australian. Um, but we're still um, still waiting to see if we've got to have a, a majority Labor government, see if they get those 76 glorious seats in the in the House of Representatives so that uh, they, they don't have to you know, deal with any, any crossbenchers to get legislation passed. Not that they would. I think, I think that uh, the, the crossbenchers would be fairly happy to, to, to side with, uh, with the government of the day. But, yeah, it's been... 
really interesting week. I love a change of government. Um, I, I love a change of prime minister as well. Uh, uh, my wife and I, um, I think, I don't know if it's been twice or, or just once, but when one time we were on a cruise um, in the Caribbean and we had no reception. Like, you know, you, you're on a cruise, you could pay for, like, wireless, but they it costs a fortune for the wireless. So it was like, yeah, let's just be, you know, incommunicado for a week. We'll, we'll do that. So we got on the boat. And when we got onto the boat, uh, I think it was, um, I think that uh, Malcolm Turnbull was the prime minister at the time. And then when we got off the boat, Scott Morrison was a prime minister. So that was a very weird week uh, that, that uh, you know, we, we spent uh, one week away and, and the prime minister changed like that. So um, hopefully Albo will be, uh, be able to, to have his full term and we won't have any of those stabby, stabby in the back kind of situations going on like we have done in the past. But anyway... Politics aside, today's a very exciting day because Top Gun Maverick finally gets released. And I saw this film last week and I've been chomping at the bit to want to speak about it because it's a brilliant film and it was just, uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And I think everyone should go out and see it. Like, even if you turn your radio off now and go and see uh, Top Gun Maverick, I wouldn't be disappointed. I, I, I think this is a film that everyone should, should go and see. Uh, admittedly, I do hope you come back and listen to the podcast later on, uh, just so you can you know, in, enjoy uh, a whole hour of, of me talking. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick is in, in cinemas today, and uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to having a, a chat about, uh, about that during the show. Um, but yeah, other things as well uh, that you can you can check out. There's uh, Chip and Dale a Rescue Rangers is on Disney Plus. I'm going to talk about that as well. Uh, there is the the new Thor trailer, which I thought I would play so you could hear at least what the Thor trailer sounds like, and I will put that up onto uh, up onto our uh, Facebook page as well, so you can check that out. There's a new TV show on Dis- on um, Netflix called The Pentaveret, uh, which is um, a, a new Mike Myers show, and it is is pretty awesome. So I mentioned that. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi comes out tomorrow on Disney Plus. So this is. Obi-Wan Kenobi Eve. So that is very, very exciting. Uh, and uh, I wanted to also mention another show on Disney Plus that um, is worth your time uh, if you're looking for a good uh, situation comedy to watch called Making History. But I think um, I think what I might do is I might play one of our ads first up uh, and then get that Thor trailer set up so you can have a listen to uh, the, the Thor trailer and then have a, a quick discussion about that. Well, it won't be so much of a discussion. It'll be me talking, you listening. Uh, you, you can talk back if you want, but uh, as is radio, uh, I'm probably not going to hear it. Uh, so here uh, is an ad, and I'll be back in a moment. My apologies for that. That ad got a little bit of uh, extra sound effects in there because I was queuing up the uh, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer and accidentally hit the uh, the, the go button. So I apologise for that. But yeah, Thor Love and Thunder, the, the new trailer came out this week, uh, which is, is very exciting because I think uh, Love and Thunder comes out in cinemas in... July, so we're not uh, we're not too far away from that. Uh, before then, we've got a, a Jurassic World film that's coming out in June. It's um, yeah, we're certainly getting into the thick of it with the um, uh, the, the the blockbuster films uh, coming out. But um, yeah, I, I think the the new Thor: Love and Thunder trailer is really good. This is the the story trailer to give you a bit of an idea about what is going to happen in the movie. So uh, I am going to play this for you now. Uh, and I hope you do enjoy. Kids, get the popcorn now. 
Let me tell you the story of the space Viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? Take off your disguise. And flick! Oh! Flick too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? And eventually, grape. Oh, that, uh, that trailer looks amazing. July 8th can't come soon enough uh, for Thor Love and Thunder. It's uh, just, it was great. A lot of people are um, predicting uh, that Thor is going to die based on the fact that Korg is narrating his story to a bunch of children. Um, I'm not so sure. I think uh, I think Chris Hemsworth just enjoys playing the character of Thor far, far too much to uh, to stop playing it. So I think that uh, we're going to see Thor for uh, quite a while longer. Although... Valkyrie, I'm not so sure that uh, you know Valkyrie's going toe to toe with Gore, the God Killer. Ah, not holding out much hope for her, but uh, yeah, it's, it should should be interesting. But it's um, yeah, it's it's very as a comic geek, uh, I, I know a little bit about the story of Jane Foster being Thor in the comics, and in that version of Jane Foster being Thor, the reason she was Thor was because uh, her human body was was dying of cancer and the only way to save herself was to be in the Thor body with the Thor power. Um, and I don't know if they're going to go down that track uh, with uh, this iteration of it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just dying to know how it all happens and, and, and what's going on and it's just, oh, it's so, so good. But yeah, um, you would have heard uh, Taika Waititi's voice there as uh, Korg uh, at the beginning of that trailer. Um, and he was he was directing it, and also in Thor: Love and Thunder, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in there as well. 
And there's a really interesting thing because the uh, in Walt Disney World in Orlando, they've got a new ride that's just opened up, which is called Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, uh, which is a, a Guardians of the Galaxy ride with footage of the Guardians of the Galaxy that was recently filmed. And it was uh, it's interesting because the director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is James Gunn, who he is directing the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, he's directing the Christmas special, and it was assumed he would also be directing the footage for the Cosmic Rewind ride but unfortunately um, things didn't line up uh, for him to direct that so the footage in this ride has actually been directed by Taika Waititi who was directing Thor Love and Thunder at the time so that's a you know an interesting little aside but I actually did um watch a ride video of Games of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind the other day and it was weird because uh, you know in this uh, ride you've got uh, you know Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, uh, all in their their characters. And then you've also got Rocket there. But the weird thing is, when Rocket speaks, it's not Bradley Cooper's voice. And that's so unusual. I mean, it's, you know, you're so used to Rocket sounding a particular way. And then you go on a ride and you see the character, but the character doesn't sound like the character. I'm I'm really unsure why that is because surely they could have got Bradley Cooper to get onto a phone and just record his lines for this. He doesn't need to be uh, on screen or he doesn't need to be in a recording studio. These days we have the technology, but they just uh, decided to, I don't know, if they decided to go with another voice actor or if they decided to put this in as a placeholder voice and they just haven't swapped it out for the proper voice yet. But it's kind of weird because there's so many good impersonators out there that you would think that there'd be someone who you could just get to impersonate uh, the voice of Rocket Raccoon. But um, yeah, I'm hoping that's that's something that they they do something about because it's just, it pulls me, when I was seeing the footage, it pulled me out of the footage when Rocket spoke because I was just going, that's not his voice, that's just just wrong. Uh, But yeah, hopefully one day I will be able to uh, travel again and get to America and go to Epcot and then ride the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And yeah, I'm I'm sure that 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 will happen one day. But uh, for the moment, all I can do is uh, go on to uh, YouTube and uh, and then search for ride videos and, and watch those. But uh, still good, still good. Um, yeah, good times, good times. <laughs> uh, well, I think um, that I might uh, do a review now of uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, but I thought I would see if I could get the um, get the preview up for the trailer up for it uh to give you uh a bit of a understanding of the uh the the, um the the movie because rescue rangers is not uh what you would expect (laughs) it's not the uh the chippendale that you will remember from back in the uh late 80s early 90s um it's it's something different and it's something very very good so uh, i shall play you uh, the trailer for chippendale rescue rangers out now on disney plus you don't even need to leave your, leave your home you can just watch it on your own tv on disney plus how good is that what's the first thing that pops into your head when i say chippendale i bet it's these guys but certainly the second would be those rascally cartoon chipmunks chippendale 
What if I did something like... I am into nuts. <laughs> good, good. I love it. Great stuff. Just want to remind you guys I'll be at FanCon this afternoon. Hey, watch out! I'm keeping myself fit and, you know, my updated modern look. Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I hadn't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See how life's treating him. Life is the worst. Which is why you need good insurance. <sighs> a message on my landline. I don't like that. I know you're still mad about Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police and I need your help. That I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer, but that's all we're gonna do. So you're saying the rescue rangers are back? Yes! <laughs> you two come poking around where you don't belong, and I can't have that. Run! I got him! What are you looking at? Honestly, your weird dead eyes. <laughs> Over here. Go get him. This is awesome. <laughs> I was always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. You monster. It was like professional. <gasps> Same time. <gasps> Jinx! You, you owe me a non-brand specific cola. What? That was crazy! <gasps> Somebody go get this book! <gasps> this is incredible! Oh, we lost it. I think the first thing you're going to notice with that, uh, that trailer there is the fact that Chip and Dale aren't speaking with those high-pitched Chip and Dale voices. Um, the... the, the the show uh, Chippendale, the, the movie Chippendale Rescue Rangers, is a um, a show set in the uh, quote unquote real world. Uh, so it's a kind of like Roger Rabbit, where you've got uh, human beings and then you've got cartoons, and everyone is living in the same world. And uh, Chip and Dale are just two chipmunks uh, that met in school, um, hit it off and then they you know, became friends and eventually moved to Hollywood and became actors and then they had this hit show called Chippendale Rescue Rangers which was a, a hit until until Dale uh, tried to go out on his own. Um, but uh, then the, the, the show was cancelled and they split up and went their own ways. It's th this show is the, the movie is amazing it, it's um kind of like a modern day uh roger rabbit in fact it is a uh detective tale because uh one of uh chippendale's friends from the rescue rangers tv show uh, monterey jack is kidnapped by uh sweet pete and he is gonna get <coughs> excuse me uh, I don't have the COVID. Uh, I, I was just choking on my words. Um, 
he is going to get uh, um, uh, what's a, what's a word bootlegged. Uh, is it bootlegged? It's it's one of those things. You know where where you take a, a known character and they make a dodgy version of uh, that show. Uh, that's what Sweet Pete does. Is uh, he makes dodgy versions of of uh, you know Disney movies and, and those kind of things. Um, but uh, it's it's just uh, it's a. Um, you know the the setup is amazing. Like having uh, Chip and Dale there. Uh, Chip is in like the old fashioned two D. Dale is in like the new version, like three D animation. Uh, and the the reason for it is it was like as you heard in the trailer, he's kind of gone through an operation to make him three D and and give him that uh, that new look. Um, but it's great. So you've got uh, th- those Chippendale voices. They were voices that the actors Chippendale were putting on in the Rescue Rangers. And so in this uh, movie, you've got John Mulaney playing Chip. You're Andy Samberg playing Dale. And uh, it's just, yeah, I, did, I just can't express how good this film is. And it's full of references and it's full of cameos. I mean, you got Transformers, you got He-Man. Um, at the, the comic convention, uh, one of the main characters in the film is the ugly Sonic from the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. You know, not even the character that was in the movie, this was the character in the trailer that was so despised that they, uh, you know, got him out of the movie and they, they redesigned the character after everything had been done. So it's just... Um, it's just a sensational film. It's got um, you know Seth Rogen in there as well as one of the uh, one of those kind of uh, warrior characters that was designed in the early two thousands that have those kind of dead eye, uncanny valley kind of look to it. There is just so many references in this film. Um, J.K. Simmons plays Captain Putty, who is a, a claymation figure, kind of like Gumby, uh, who keeps on getting stuff uh, stuck to him. It's um, it's just absolutely brilliant uh roger rabbit uh cameos in this film uh you know paula abdul and scat cat are in the in the film it just the the amount of stuff they crammed in here and the stuff that they don't own disney doesn't own a lot of the the properties are in here they just went out there with their lawyers and said can we use this character there and people said yeah yeah no worries you can you can use our character um I've no idea how much they paid to use certain characters. Like, you know, uh, you know Batman is in, in there uh, and also E.T. is in there. Their scenes are amazing. It's just I, I, I'm so impressed this film was ever made. Like, you know, s- some uh, people are so precious over their property that they wouldn't go, yeah, go, go to town. Yeah, make fun of, uh, you know, our characters. Um but Disney's just gone. Nah, this is this is good. Yep, let's put this out there and and see see what happens. And I hope they do more of this stuff because this was just phenomenal. Like to see um, Chip and Dale living in the real world. You know how do two chipmunks you know survive in a human world? Um, yeah, it's just it's just absolutely brilliant. So. Uh, and the fact that it's just dropped on Disney Plus, if you've got a Disney Plus subscription, they just go, there you go, there's a new movie for you, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, I hope you enjoy. And you can watch it, you know, one, two, three, a million times if you want to. And I do recommend probably watching a few more than once because there's so many, you know, things and references that you're going to miss if you just watch it that that one time. Um, so this, yeah, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, it is... Uh, out now on on Disney Plus, it is 
absolutely phenomenal and I am going to give uh, this five out of five dead Seth Rogen eyes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I reckon you should yeah, check it out and then you will understand what that is all about. Uh, but I am going to uh, have a quick break uh, and then I will be coming back to discuss more stuff with you. And uh, if you're thinking about uh, going and seeing a movie this weekend, if you live in the Fremantle area and you don't want to you know, travel too far, I recommend uh, going and checking out uh, Luna on Essex, uh, which is your, your local uh, art house cinema, uh, which is really cool. If you don't believe me, listen to this. Did you know that Fremantle has its very own art house cinema? You'll find Luna on Essex, midway along Essex Street in the heart of Fremantle, screening an incredible variety of niche, foreign language and quality mainstream films in comfortable and intimate surrounds. It feels more like your own home movie theatre rather than a cinema. Catch up with friends for a pre-show drink in the fully licensed Alfresco area or enjoy a glass of wine and a cheese platter during the movie. Check out what's on along with details of forthcoming films, festivals and added value events at lunapalace.com.au. And we are very happy to have them. Uh, the L- Lunar Cinemas are fantastic. Uh, it's nice to go there and uh, you know watch a film and have a wine and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, de- definitely highly recommend that. Now, I'm going to leave uh, Top Gun Maverick uh, for, for a little bit because I, I want to play that at the uh, – uh, no, no, I want to you know, keep the suspense going because it's such a you know, good film and I want to uh, let, uh, let it go too early. But uh, there's – Another thing that came out this week, and I had no idea that it existed, and I was just when I saw it, I was pretty pretty keen to watch it. Uh, my wife Kat was not as um, uh, enamoured by the the idea of of this show, uh, but I was uh, I convinced her to watch it because it was only <clears throat> six episodes long. I thought, yeah, yeah, we we should watch this because I'm a big fan of Mike Myers and. Mike Myers, I don't think he's done a lot uh, recently, but he's done a Netflix uh, show called The Pentaverate, which is about a uh, a secret society that's ruling the world, but they're good guys. And uh, it's great. He's doing his Mike Myers thing where he plays a lot of the roles himself. Uh, but uh, it's, it, yeah, it was very, very enjoyable. But uh, before you take my word for it, just have a listen to this. Congratulations. You've just been kidnapped into the world's oldest and most effective secret society of five men. Lord Lordington, our highest ranking member, former Australian media mogul, Bruce Baldwin, ex-member of Putin's oligarchy, Mishu Ivanov, Alice Cooper's former manager, Shep Gordon, and you. Ken, man on the street opinions come from Twitter now. Please, give me one more chance. Maybe you're destined for something greater. I'm being sent to Dubrovnik, I repeat. Sent to Dubrovnik. What's Dubrovnik? Is that a euphemism for being probed in your no-no hole? There is something rotten within the Pentaverne. I got a plan to get you in. What do you have to lose? If you break a story like the Pentaverne, you can do something good for this world. Where were you born? Well, actually, I was born in Toronto. No. You were born in your mother's ass. Well, that's less than kind and impossible. Are you gonna kill me? 
According to the world, you're already dead. The future of humanity is at stake. No pressure or anything. Off the record, is the Illuminati real? Yes. Both Beyonce and Jay-Z are part of it, sadly. That's what Lemonade is about. <laughs> yes, yes. We are the... Oh, the Illuminati? No, no, no. We are the... Oh, uh, you're the Masons. The fucking Pentaverage. The Pentaverage, asshole. Yeah. Sorry about the, uh, the, the the rude word there at the end. I was not expecting that. Uh, but yeah, the Pentaverate uh, is a, a great new uh, show on Netflix, by, written and uh, starring Mike Myers and Mike Myers and Mike Myers. He plays a, a lot of different characters uh, in, in the show, as you, you would have heard a lot of different voices that he was doing in that uh, that trailer there. Um, so the story of the Pentaverate is that an unlikely journalist finds himself embroiled in a mission to uncover the truth about the world's oldest and most influential secret society. So it was, uh, yeah, it's all it's all Mike Myers really, and uh, it's I've I've missed him because he's one of those people that was uh, you know a massive comedy genius back in the nineties. Uh, we got to see him you know originally on Saturday Night Live, then we got to see him in Wayne's World, uh, then we got to see him. You know, there were you know, a few uh, misfires uh, in the movies he did. I think uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer was one of them. Um, but then, uh, you know, obviously Austin Powers uh, was a huge hit for him. Um, you know, just so campy and, and, and uh, just ridiculous. Uh, and then you had the, the Shrek movies uh, with him, uh, you know, playing off Eddie Murphy as Donkey with him being Shrek uh, and Cameron Diaz being Fiona. Uh, it was just, you know, some really, really good stuff. So um, I, I've kind of missed uh, Mike Myers. I'm, I'm so glad that he's back in this. Um, the, uh, the the main character he's playing, uh, Ken, is a, uh, a journalist from uh, Canada who just does these kind of like puff pieces and they do this really cool thing in the show. When I first saw this, uh, the trailer, I thought that the, the character of Ken was from the past, like in the 70s, but he's actually a modern-day uh, journalist and there's uh, a good reason for why it looks weird and uh, and in the past. But, uh, yeah, the it's only a six-episode series. Each episode is relatively short, about half an hour. Um but it's good. They've put a, a lot of money in it, a lot of time. They've put some great actors in there to surround Mike Myers as well. Uh, Jeremy Irons is there doing uh, a bit of the um, uh, the, the voiceover work. Um, you've got Debbie uh, Mazza. Now, she might not sound familiar, but when you see her, you'll go, oh, yeah, I, I know who that is. I, I've, I've seen her before. Um, Ken Jong is in the, in the film as well. Jennifer Saunders, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, he just... You know, he he get he gets this stuff. He understands it. Like every funny thing I've seen recently, Rob Lowe's in there. Um, Keegan Michael Key's in there as well. Uh, it's just a really you know, great cast that they've uh, you know surrounded uh, Mike Myers with, and it, it was yeah very enjoyable. It's stupid. Um, 
stupid fun, but there was a there's a, a scene in it because obviously it's a secret society, and with secret societies comes all the weird sexual things as well. So there's this one orgy scene, uh, and uh, Netflix uh, the, they they've, they do these these jokes about you know Netflix censoring them and stuff like that, uh, and it's just incredibly funny. Um, so uh, it's it's really good uh, if you enjoy uh, Mike Myers in Austin Powers and those kind of things it's a similar kind of humor that you're going to get here so um yeah definitely uh, you know give it give it a crack it is good fun and i do uh, look forward to watching it again down the track and i hope that it does well and uh, netflix just you know backs a truckload more money up to mike myers and says please sir can you make us some more um i am going to give uh the pentaveret um Four crossbows, um, and uh, yeah, I, I just uh, really do hope for more. Um, there's another show I, I, I saw also on uh, Disney Plus, which is called Making History. Um, and this was we were looking, uh, Kat and I were looking for a show that was uh, something you know, just just you know dumb fun, uh, just a. a you know, sitcom you can watch while you eat uh, doesn't uh, take you know too much brain power just to enjoy it, and I think that making history uh, you know ticks off all those boxes. Now, it is a um, it is a TV show that only got one season back in 2017, so it's not a big slog to be able to watch the the nine episodes that are available. Uh, but the the show stars um, Adam Pally. Uh, um, Leighton Maester and uh, wait, does uh, my um, I apologize, my uh, my IMDb was just uh, not working properly, which is very, very frustrating when you are on air on a radio show and your IMDb all of a sudden just goes, Yeah, 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 I'm not going to tell you the information that you're looking for. Um, so yeah. So, uh, but Making History is a uh, a great TV show. Uh, it's about a guy who works in a school as a janitor. His uh, for some reason, his dad was an inventor and he invents a time machine that is in like a massive bag. And so to you activate the time machine, you get into the bag and then you set the dials and then you end up going to whichever time you're, you're, you're looking for. And he goes back to uh, 1775, uh, just around, just before the uh, you know, War of Independence uh, or the, the, the British invading and... Uh, uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of, you know, messes with with history. Um, so uh, he also, uh, you know, takes back with in in the past with him uh, one of the history professors from the university he works at, and and they try to work together to to straighten up uh, all the the, the mistakes they make uh, in in their adventures into the past. Um, but it's just really good fun. Nine episodes, and uh, it's unfortunate it didn't make more of them because it was just kind of like the whole Doctor Who thing in the, in the uh, you know, years ago making a, uh, a TV show about uh, going to the past and learning things and that sort of thing. But this one's just making fun of the past, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, 
So yeah, Making History is uh, something, again, you can watch on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would highly recommend that you you do that. And uh, you know, if enough people watch it, maybe they'll make some more. Probably they won't, but you know, I can always uh, you know hold out and and hope for the very very best. Uh, but I am going to uh, take another quick break, and I will be back shortly to talk about the uh, Top Gun Maverick. And we're back, and I am going to now play you the trailer for. Top Gun Maverick to get you in the mood to hear a quick review about uh, this awesome film. Here we go. In three, two, one. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You'll never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Come on! Having any fun yet? There we go, Top Gun uh, in cinemas May 27. And for those of you playing at home, that is today. Uh, so, uh, well, actually, no, it's to, that's tomorrow uh, because that's the American uh, that's the American day uh, is the 27th because for some reason the Americans like to uh, release films on a Friday and not a Thursday. And I don't, uh, don't understand why that is. Uh, don't really know why we uh, release ours on a Thursday either. Um, Sometimes we release them on a Wednesday. It just uh, depends on what takes our fancy. Now, before you go and see Top Gun Maverick, there's one thing I recommend that you should all do is watch Top Gun because 
like, you know, some of you may uh, be a massive fan of Top Gun and have watched it multiple times and know it back to back. But for the most of us, we remember uh, certain things about the film, but we can't guarantee we've ever seen it all the way through. So, you know, uh, I feel the need, the need for speed. Uh, we remember the volleyball. Um, we remember, you know, riding a motorcycle with a helmet, which is a stupid thing to do. Do not do that uh, because if you come off, you're definitely going to die. Uh, and if you come off a motorcycle with a helmet, there's a possibility you might not die. So uh, always, always, always wear your helmet. Um we remember, remember all those things about the film. We remember, you know, he's Maverick. We remember Goose. We remember Iceman. Um, but I don't think you know the your intricacies of uh, Top Gun. And I think uh, when you go before you go to Maverick to get the full effect of Maverick, you need to go back and revisit Top Gun. And I know it might be a slog because it is a movie from the 1980s. Um, the uh, it's very synth heavy with its its score, but it's still uh, a watchable film if not a very it's a very cheesy film as well um top gun was originally made and funded by the the air force or the the navy because uh, they're in the navy but they fly planes i've never quite understood it but there you go um so yeah top gun was made as a recruitment video and it was very successful as well there were a lot more people uh who you know went into the navy wanting to fly airplanes and doing that kind of stuff so it was a you know successful recruitment campaign for them um but it's so weird that it's been like, you know, uh, I think it was 28 years or something like that. I don't know, it might be longer than that. It's, it's been a long time uh, between uh, Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Um, so it's just really odd that it's taken so long. But uh, in Top Gun Maverick, you've still got Tom Cruise as a, a fighter pilot, as a, uh, as a captain, Whereas most people that uh, you know have had a similar career would have progressed much much further in the navy, but he's like you know, Maverick. That's that's the, his code name, and that's what he is. He's a guy who plays by his own rules. Uh, that's what makes him such a great fighter pilot. Um, but he is is brought back, uh, given one last chance to stay in the navy if he trains uh, a class of the best of the best of the best uh, at Top Gun to fly a suicide mission ostensibly. But he's there to make sure that it's not a suicide mission and that these pilots actually come out alive. Um, it's so strange because, like, I'm not sure, like, how many, uh, you know, fighter pilots are still flying into their late 50s and almost 60s. But, you know, I think we should just suspend a little bit of uh, a little bit of disbelief. Um, this film is great. Like, uh, I-, I went and watched Top Gun Maverick and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot we used to make films like this. You know, films like it's not, you know, based on a, uh, a book. It's not based on a, uh, a comic or a superhero. Um, it's it's b- real world and grounded, but it's also sensational because you're dealing with very fast jets that like fly off ships. Um, and, you know, the, the, the things that they're doing are kind of things you, you can do with the these planes. Now... In the the movie, uh, they're they're training these guys to fly a mission to destroy a base where they're going to be developing nuclear weapons. 
but they never really uh, go into detail about who the enemy is. Um, when you see the enemy, you never see any faces. They're always faceless people. Uh, you never see any flags. There's there's no you know, nation that uh, is the enemy, um, which is kind of a smart thing to do in this day and age. We live in a, a global uh, world, and uh, although there are some uh, countries that are being you know douchebags at the moment, um, it's it's best not to you know uh, you know. Uh, in, in fiction, you know, pigeonhole countries as evil. Uh, so it, it's kind of a, a cool thing that they've done here. Um, but the enemies, uh, they've, they've got better technology than what the Americans do. Uh, and so they've got to, you know, train these pilots to be better and to be able to fully utilise the equipment that they've got at hand. Um it, the, the the film is is great because you've got uh, you know Tom Cruise as you know came back as Maverick, uh, he's he's Tom Cruise and he's he's just got that that thing about him where you just believe him and 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 you'll follow him uh, into the fire. Um, you got Jennifer Connelly, who's playing Penny Benjamin, who is a, a person who uh, Maverick has had a relationship with in the past. Things have gone sour. It's going to be a will they, won't they kind of situation going on there. Uh, Miles Teller's in this uh, movie as well. He plays uh, Lieutenant Bradley Rooster, uh, who is the son of Goose, uh, who was the co-pilot of uh, Maverick in the first film, who died uh, when there was a, a malfunction with the ejector seat. Um You've also got uh, a lot of other uh, you know, younger pilots in this uh, movie as well. Uh, but then there's the older cast. Um, Val Kilmer is, is back in this film, which is amazing because Val Kilmer has had a really rough time recently. Uh, he's um, recovering from throat cancer uh, and... Yeah, he's he's looking good, uh, but you know when you consider what he's gone through recently, uh, John Hamm is um, in this uh, movie as well, uh, playing a admiral called Admiral Bo, uh, whose uh, call sign was Cyclone. Um, he is a guy who doesn't think Maverick belongs there uh, and he doesn't trust that Maverick has got the skills to train these pilots to do what needs to be done. Um, it's good to see you know, John Hamm playing you know, kind of a bad guy, yeah, but not, not a huge bad guy, but just kind of like a, a realistic human bad guy, which is, is kind of cool. Um, then you got the uh, the other uh, you know cadets, uh, Monica Barbero playing Phoenix, uh, Jay Ellis playing P- Payback, Danny Ramirez fanboy, uh, Glenn Powell playing Hangman, and these guys have got that real you know even the women have got this testosterone soaked. I'm the best kind of thing going about them, uh, but yeah, the the whole film is a. You know, it's a massive love story to the original Top Gun, but it's a fantastic sequel to that film as well. Um, it kind of feels a little bit like uh, when you had the you know, Star Wars and then you had The Force Awakens, where it, it was uh, a new version of what we'd seen before but you also had that like fan servicey there were scenes that were very reminiscent of scenes that we saw previously so it's really just like pressing that nostalgia button so hard but uh i loved it and the action my god the the way they film the 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 plane fighting scenes um it's just you you get even though you're sitting down you still get that feeling of motion 
when you're in your chair. And if there was ever a film that was created for the D box, you know, the cinema where the seats they slightly they, they move a bit and they vibrate and like they they just give you a bit more of that um reaction when you're watching a film if there was ever a film that was designed for that kind of a cinema this is it like i I think d box should be booked out now for the next three months with people just watching top gun maverick because i think you're just gonna get so much uh of a uh, just a a feeling uh in that and just get so much more immersed in in the movie i in um in other, uh, I think over in the eastern states, uh, there, there might be 4DX cinemas. Now, 4DX cinemas, are they're in 3D. You've got a moving chair. They, like, blow wind in your face and you suddenly get spritzed with water and things like that. I think that would be an even better way of experiencing Top Gun Maverick. But uh, if all we've got here in Perth is the uh, the D-Box, I reckon we should all, all go and experience that because, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a sensational film. I hope, like, you know, I don't know if we're going to see another, you know, Top Gun. We might do because, I mean, when you think about it, um, when uh, Tom Cruise is onto a good thing, he generally, you know, just keeps on, you know, kicking that dead horse uh, and and just, like, keeps on making those Mission Impossible films because people keep on going and seeing them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do like this. Like, uh, kind of, it's, you know, real-worldy. It's still got that fantasy kind of element with it because you've got the, the, the evil guys who are, you know, faceless and uh, you've got to fight these bad guys and it's still got that america hell yeah kind of hoorah kind of thing going on as well um yeah just uh, everything i wanted to be in this film was in this film and i, I really think uh, that you know people are gonna you know you just jump on board with it and and enjoy the heck out of this this new iteration of uh top gun that is is out there um yeah, I, I am going to give uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, what? How many should I give it? How many should I give it? Can I give it an, a, a, enough? Um, I'll give Top Gun Maverick uh, five jet fighters because uh, I've got to. It was it was so enjoyable. I mean, it's it's one of the like I've seen uh, I've seen Marvel films so far this year, um, but. I, I think I've enjoyed this film the most so far. And I don't know, it's it's just hard for me to describe why, but, uh, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, uh, awesome film, and I think that, uh, yeah, everyone should go out and just enjoy the magic that is Top Gun Maverick. Um, it is almost the end of my show. It's almost time for uh, Quizzy to come in and uh, start you know, digging through crates, uh, which coincidentally is something I'm going to have to do in a few weeks' time because um, Arda uh, is going to be going back to uh, Italy for a few weeks, um, and which means that the, the hour before Unscripted the Film Show is going to be uh, devoid of anyone for, for three weeks. And... Fortunately, I, I finish work at four o'clock and I can make it into the studio for five. Uh, so I will be taking over the five to six time slot uh, for the next three weeks. So if you enjoy listening to me go on and the, the, the five to six slot won't be uh, me talking for a full hour, I promise you. It is very hard to do an hour of talking by yourself. Um, 
So, yeah, so I will not be doing an hour talking by myself. What I'm thinking about doing is uh, at my house, I literally have a, a you know, box or a, or a crate, uh, as Quizzy would say, uh, of CDs. And these CDs have not been spun in, in a very long time. And to my side, I have two CD players uh, and they, they play digital compact discs. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, go through and grab a bunch of CDs out of my uh, my old vault of CDs uh, and I'm going to just play those for the hour for the next three weeks between five and six um, until Arda gets back, resumes the chair and starts to do uh, Hashtag Italia again. Um, but uh, yeah, before I finish up the show though, this, this week uh, there is going to – well, not this week, tomorrow – uh, at three o'clock, there is going to be a, a series uh, that is going to be released on Disney Plus uh, that I am very excited for. Um, and I think most people who are, are Star Wars fans are, are also very excited for as well. Uh, and that is Obi-Wan is going to be released tomorrow. And uh, I am going to play the trailer for Obi-Wan and I'm going to find some music. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the Obi-Wan trailer. I hope you enjoy the first two episodes of Obi-Wan once they uh, get uh, dropped on Disney Plus tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I will catch you all uh, either at 5 o'clock next week if you're going to listen to uh, me doing the 5 to 6 slot or at 6 o'clock next week when I'm hopefully joined again by Rachel and Cecilia and we can talk about everything they've been up to for the last couple of weeks. But until then, here's some Obi-Wan. They're coming Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. You still want Kenobi. He's gone. you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. You can't run, Obi-Wan! You can't escape him! I, I was so close to getting to the, the, the very end of, uh, of my show without making a mistake. Uh, and then I just closed the, uh, I closed the program that uh, plays the songs. Uh, and, <laughs> and now it's not responding. So uh, I'm just going to have to find, I'm going to try and close that again. 
uh, and hopefully the program will actually respond this time. So uh, you, you're seeing behind the curtain here, people. This is uh, this is live. This is this is literally you know, happening as we speak. Um, oh dear goodness, Quizzy's uh, just sitting down at the at the, at the microphone there. So Hi, you, Lewis. Yeah, I'm good, Quizzy. Have you have you experienced this oh, before? Where every week, if you uh, if you're a regular listener to Crate Digging, you would experience something like this every week. <laughs> It is the beauty of live radio, which we do here on Radio Fremantle. I was, I was seriously, I was doing so well as well, and it's just like <laughs> I, I'm just gonna uh, close that program. I'm just gonna give it a second. Uh, Where is everyone this week? Uh, well, uh, you you experienced COVID yourself a yes, few I weeks did. ago. Now, yes. uh, Rachel came down with it uh, not last week, but the week before, but she's yep. still getting over it. Uh, and Cecilia got it last week, so oh, yeah. So wow. I've. Um, both, both my co-hosts have been taken out with COVID um, and, yeah, hopefully they'll be over it by next week and, yes. and they'll be back in and we can, uh, yeah, I'm sure they've been watching streaming stuff because, I mean, there's not yeah. much else to do when you yeah. can't leave the house. I must admit, one of the ones that I've watched recently, uh, The Staircase, is a really a recommendation from myself, uh, Tony Collette and, um, oh, Colin, uh, what's his name? Colin Firth. Yes. Yep. Very good. Very good indeed. Yeah, no, actually, Cecilia uh, was talking about that um, la- the last time she was on the show. Right. Uh, and, yeah, she was saying it was a really good a really good show. Yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, – like, there was a documentary there about – There is a documentary did on you, Netflix. And did you watch that as well? Did no, you? but uh, it's probably something I'm going to do in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, no, it sounds like a good idea to, yeah. to, to do that. Um I'm not sure if the uh, the program's going to come back up again. That's all right. That's okay. We'll, <laughs> oh, we'll, no, no, there they go. No, I think I think I've got it. I think I've got it. So uh, well done. I'm going to try and play like a really short track. Yes. Uh, so that we can go from um, unscripted to uh, your show. Um, oh, well, there's some weird stuff on here. Uh, Please stick around for crate digging. Yeah. Uh, coming your way as well. It's Seven yes. o'clock. And uh, to both you ladies, if you are listening, get well soon. I uh, can't wait to see you back in the studio here with Lewis to help him out uh, on such a great show that you do each week. Um, um, I really do enjoy it. On my drive-in, I normally listen to the show, and it's always highly informative and certainly has uh, guided me to watch some uh, some good movies. Oh, excellent. Glad, glad to hear that. Thank you very much. And do do stay tuned for uh, for Craig. Did you, uh, did you hear my, my promo before? I did. Good yes. luck with that. Yeah, thank you very much. It was, I, I didn't know until I got here today that I would be doing it, but you got, uh, who's, there you go. Who's up there for you? Like, who's going to be like your first go-to band? Well, to be honest with you, you see, the thing is, is like I'm not a um, uh, like I, I follow bands back in the day, yep. but every band I followed kind of like they they just quit. Um, <laughs> so so it was more film um, stuff. So chances are a lot of the things I'll play will be film soundtracks. A lot of soundtracks. So, yeah, yeah, wonderful. So uh, that's what you got to look forward to next week. I'm going to leave you now. I'll get. To, I'll just keep a song which is three minutes and twenty four seconds to give Quizzy time to get into the desk, uh, and I will go now. Thank you very much. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture. <laughs>